Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. After a year and a half living in Tokyo, Japan, I have returned home to the UK. As I didn't have enough time to write a normal Thinking in English episode for today, I thought I would do something a little different and talk about why I left Japan, my journey back home, how I'm feeling, and what is next for me and Thinking in English. You can find the full transcript to this episode for free over on the Thinking in English blog. Subscribe to my Patreon for more exclusive content. Take a look at my YouTube channel, Thinking in English Podcast, and leave a like, rating, or review wherever you are listening right now. I think a good place to start is why I was living in Tokyo in the first place. I've actually recorded a full and detailed episode on this for my Patreon subscribers. I recommend subscribing over there to listen to the full thing. But here is a short explanation. I have lived in Japan twice. I first moved to the country in 2016 to become an assistant language teacher in elementary and junior high schools in the countryside. Originally, my plan was to stay for one year, but I enjoyed living in Japan so much I decided to extend my contract for an extra year. Moving to Japan was never a goal or ambition of mine. I wanted to do a master's degree in the UK, but I didn't have enough money. Working abroad was a way for me to gain a little experience, save some money, and see a new part of the world. And out of all of the jobs I looked at, the one in Japan had the best contract, the best pay, the best working hours, the best conditions. Two years living in Japan. Introduced me to a lot of new things, a new language, new people, new culture, and much more. While I enjoyed most of my time teaching in Japan, I had always planned to go back to the UK to study for a master's degree in politics. I wanted to learn more about Japan and the region, and for that reason, I decided to specialize in Asian politics. During my master's degree at the School of Oriental and African Studies, or SOAS, in London. During that degree, my professors recommended I apply for scholarships to study further, and I was accepted to two different government funded programs, one of which was to study in Japan as a research student for a year and a half. So that was why I was living in Tokyo. I was a research student at Waseda University in central Tokyo. And thinking in English was something I did as a hobby and in my spare time. As I already mentioned, you should listen to my episode on Patreon for a full description of how I ended up in Japan. There's a lot more to that story. But why have I left Japan? After going through all that effort to move to Japan, why have I left after a year and a half? Well, the first thing is that I'm pretty sure I will move back to Japan next year. So I've not left forever. But I am no longer a resident of Japan right now. 
Although I enjoyed the experience of studying and researching, I quickly realized that Japan was not the best place for me to do a full postgraduate degree. Delays due to the pandemic, uh, classes being almost completely online, and a lack of communication from the university's office meant I didn't enjoy my first few months. And discussions with my supervisor and other professors made it clear that the UK or the USA would be a much better place for me to study for a PhD in the future. So I made the decision to leave the university and stop my studying at the end of September or beginning of October 2022. Looking for a job in Japan proved challenging. Many of the jobs I saw posted online required a fluent level of Japanese, something that I don't know if I will ever have. And jobs requiring lower levels of Japanese were not appealing to me. I couldn't imagine myself working as a recruiter or salesperson or working as a normal English teacher in an evening English school. At the same time as I was looking for a job, thinking in English kept growing and growing. I launched a Patreon with the idea of getting five or six people to support me, maybe for, maybe so I could pay for a few subscriptions. And I've been absolutely amazed that people actually want to support the podcast and join. There are now over 100 of you who have signed up and supported Thinking in English on Patreon. Uh, I've also been able to hold meetings with major companies interested in working with the show. Um, and I've had so many ideas on how to make Thinking in English bigger and better in 2023. So in this context, I made the decision to go back to the UK, to go back home for a few months. I want to dedicate my time and effort into building Thinking in English into a major podcast and at the same time spend time with my parents and grandparents who I've not really seen for a few years. As I previously mentioned, I left the university at the beginning of October. So what have I been doing since then? Well, I moved out of my apartment in the middle of October. While I didn't have too many belongings, it is always a challenge to pack your whole life into suitcases. And as I didn't have a car in Tokyo, I would carry bags of unwanted items uh, to try and sell them at the local second-hand store. Things like my kettle, my coffee-making equipment, an old microphone I used to make Thinking in English episodes, and lights. Once I was fully packed, I sent my belongings to a friend of mine living in the centre of Tokyo, who had offered to store my suitcases while travelling around. Moving in Japan requires a lot of paperwork. I spent hours in the city hall, terminating my health insurance, discussing tax information and informing different departments that I will be moving to another country. I also had to cancel my bank accounts and my phone contract and lots of other things. Aside from this paperwork, 
I spent most of my last few weeks between Fukushima Prefecture in northern Japan and Tokyo. In Fukushima, I spent time in the mountains, relaxed in cafes, uh, spent time with people important to me, and attended a wedding. In Tokyo, I visited Disneyland and Disney Sea, played a lot of board games with my friends, I spent time at my favourite bar and cafe, and watched a world championship boxing fight in the Saitama Arena. My final day in Tokyo was spent buying a few last-minute souvenirs for family back in the UK, then drinking a lovely cup of coffee in a traditional cafe, and meeting my friends for some food. Then, it was time to make the long journey home. Due to COVID-19, inflation, uh, economic problems, and Japan's strict border lockdowns, it's not cheap to fly back to the UK right now. After a lot of searching and comparing airlines, I decided the easiest and most affordable way home would be flying Cathay Pacific with a stopover in Hong Kong. Now, I'm a tall guy, around 190 centimeters tall, so flying is never an enjoyable experience. My legs and back always hurt after sitting in the small plane seats, and I always struggle to sleep. So if anyone listening works for Cathay Pacific, or any other airlines for a matter of fact, um, offer me a, an upgrade next time I'm flying on your airline, please. Um, I'd, I'd just accept an extra legroom seat, I guess. Uh, the journey back to the UK took around 32 hours from door to door. I left my friend's apartment in the morning and grabbed some lunch. Then I took the train to Tokyo Haneda Airport, arriving a few hours before the flight. My bags were already at the airport. I had sent them two days earlier. So after I picked them up, I could just check in to the flight and head straight through security. In total, I spent around 20 hours flying back to the UK. And in that time, I ate three meals, I drank four whiskeys, I ordered two egg custard tarts in Hong Kong, and I watched seven or eight movies. The best movie I watched on the plane was probably the new Top Gun, and the worst movie was definitely Morbius. Uh, don't watch it. After the long 14-hour journey from Hong Kong to London, we landed at 5am, and I was picked up by my parents. So, what's next? What is next for me and what is next for thinking in English? Well, first, I want to spend time relaxing with my friends and my parents and my grandparents. Moving country is a really stressful experience. So I think I definitely need to sleep for a few, a few days, maybe a few weeks, to recharge and clear my mind. Will I move back to Japan? Probably but I'm not sure how or when I will move back right now. However, if I get a great offer from another country, I'm definitely willing to live, visit and travel to other places. In fact, if any of you have second homes somewhere nice and warm, why not invite me to stay for the winter months? But in, in all seriousness, I'm not 100% sure what the future holds, but I'm excited to see what happens. How about the future of thinking in English? Will it continue now that I'm back in the UK? 
Yes, of course. Yes, it will. I am determined, more than ever, to turn thinking in English into my job. And I believe that by the end of 2023, thinking in English will be one of the most exciting, growing and developing brands in educational podcasts. And I have so many ideas on things to do. I want to launch a new podcast series. I want to grow my YouTube and social media accounts. I want to redesign and improve my website. I want to grow the Patreon and offer more conversation groups and English classes. I want to design courses in academic and business English and critical thinking and debating skills. I want to make lesson plans and much more. In fact, let me know if there is anything you would like Thinking in English to do in 2023. So here is today's final thought. This episode is quite different from my usual content. I didn't have time to write or research an episode because I was flying back to the UK, I'd already sent my microphone to an airport and I couldn't find the energy to research a new topic today. But hopefully you have found this background information to my life and the story about my journey to the UK an interesting story. And I really want to know your ideas for the future of thinking in English. Let me know what you want to see from me and from the show in the future. I have so many ideas, but I want your ideas as well. And together, we can build an excellent resource for English learners around the world. Because that is really what thinking in English is about. It started not as a business but as me making things for my students online to use to study and improve their English skills. And although I don't really teach much online anymore, that's still the idea behind thinking in English. It's the reason the transcripts are always free. It's the reason why to join the conversation club is only $5 a month. Because I'm not really interested in making millions of dollars from thinking in English. I'm more interested in creating something that people around the world can use. But have you ever lived in another country? Have you ever had to move to another country? Let me know uh, in the comments on Spotify or the comments on the blog uh, and let us all know your experience and, and how it was living somewhere different. Please leave a like, rating or review wherever you are listening right now. Let's try to get to 4,000 five-star ratings on Spotify by the end of the year. That would be awesome. We're also almost at 600 YouTube followers, which is crazy. And we'll have a new video uploaded this week. Um, I'm over 100 Patreon followers, which is also incredible. Please consider subscribing to Patreon if you're interested. And actually, in December, I will be opening more slots to the limited $40 English master tier. So if you're interested in one-on-one -on -one conversations with myself, please go over to Patreon and take a look and see if there is an option for that. Or you can send me a message and I'll let you know uh, when I'll be opening that slot for you to book. Um, and yeah, Patreon is the best way to support the podcast. 
as you, you've listened to this episode and you know that I want to turn thinking in English into my business, into my job, I guess. And I have had some discussions with companies um, who are going to maybe potentially help me to put adverts on the podcast and start making money from the show. But really, the only money I've made from thinking in English is through the Patreon. So the last three months is the only time I've made any money out of the last two and, two and a bit years. So please consider supporting me on Patreon. Um, but thank you for listening to today's episode. We'll be back to normal on Wednesday with more of the usual episodes. Um, but if you like this style of casual episode, um, I do more casual, informal, personal episodes over on Patreon quite regularly. Uh, but thank you for listening and I'll see you all next time.